Hello there guys, gals and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Happy Pride Month to Woo! all, you know, to everyone, really, because why not? <laughs> to, to all the straighties out there, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, how's, how's it going? I mean, just me and Claire today saying, hey Claire. <laughs> oh hey, happy Pride everybody. And happy Pride Charlie. Thank you. As a straight man, I appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry, it's, it's not often I get to celebrate my uh, <laughs> my white mediocrity. So that's good. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <Pride> is- <laughs> I was going to say straight white males <laughs> celebrating how's your, how's pride. <laughs> you know, I'm biding my time as far as pride celebrations go. You know, I'm really slacking on this on this June. You know, I feel like I should be celebrating more, but not enough titties. No, not on t- not on titties in my never life. Enough titties. Yeah, never that's enough. what you get for being for being in a bi in a straight passing or in a hetero passing. You know, relationship is not enough titties in my life, dude. You went for the sausage. I did. <laughs> sometimes did. you need to go for the for the taco. There we go. I was waiting <laughs> for it. Yeah. It's very for fifty first dates of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I love to be my most of my um sexual learning came from early noughties movies. <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in prison. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm technically please, uh... <laughs> please do not take do not take any relationship or sexual advice from early nineties like romance movies. Please don't. Okay. Half it's of okay. them are stalkers, half grew, of them are harassment, assault. I grew out of it and I started <laughs> learning from eighties teenage movies instead, you know. Even better, man. Yeah. Please, please don't sixteen candles anything, okay? Like we don't we don't need any of that. That that dog agrees. It's loving it. <laughs> Does love it. My house is like opening up like fucking um what's his name? Why have I forgotten characters' names? Uh Pee Wee. Pee Wee Herman. It's like Pee Wee's house. The doors are opening. There's a dog barking. <laughs> oh my god. No, but yeah, um don't don't get your uh, relationship advice from weird science. <laughs> or Pee Wee Herman for that matter. Or do actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to have a weird science, wouldn't you? I, I, you know what? I think it'd be, it'd be worth a shot. It'd be worth a shot. Just get a printer, <laughs> put some stuff in it, get a model out of it. It's great. Oh my god, I've seen that episode of Futurama where you download the personalities of celebrities into your. Yeah. Okay, I want my own Lucy Lou. Thank you very much. The best. So good. It's just Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> He's heading the job. <laughs> That's who I would download. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars, right? Hey. And people think we're, we're you know, perverted and weird. Um, <laughs> not so much has happened really since celebrations happened. You know, I feel like we got all the news. I mean, we know that there's a big. Um, D23 presence for Lucasfilm which is interesting um, I know that most of the trailers or like whatever they're going to show is going to be uh, industry only not going to be shown outside which is a nice surprise and a bit of a change from Celebration which was the same um, <laughs> you know I, I, I'm interested to see what they're going to announce because I'll be a little bit annoyed if we get big announcements that weren't Celebration Yeah, I get it D23 wise but also fuck that <laughs> Right. Like, come on now. This is a Lucasfilm-specific event. Star Wars mainly Lucasfilm-specific event. Come on now. Yeah, and like half of the people there got COVID. <laughs> Just to That's find out. That's true. I can't believe I didn't, to be honest with you. Neither did I. We both didn't get COVID. Our room, the three of us, you, me, and Mel, all COVID-free. The, I think the problem is, well, the problem was that I feel like everybody who seemed, at least in our 
friend group I that got COVID, we're all rooming together. So once you're rooming with somebody, so the three of us stayed clean. Come on. We're able to weird, scare each we other. We had the weirdest sex. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like we just invite people in. It was crazy. There's a Mickey Little- Mouse uh, costume. Little did they know that the Melpatine character was actually from our ro- role play sessions, not actually <laughs> originating at the bar. We're both super into that. Yeah, we kept just saying, do it. It was great. <laughs> and no. we did. <laughs> no, we were promised orgies at Celebration. They did not occur. Very no, they did not. Very disappointing. But very disappointing. We promised orgies and karaoke, and we got neither. But, we got neither. You know, and both would have been great. Together would have been both perfect. At the same time. Yeah, it really hit those high notes. Total eclipse of the heart. Mid-orgy. Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> it's called um, wordplay. <laughs> no, but we, we, we survived. We, we did well. Which is surprising because most of the people we hung out with did get COVID. Did get COVID, yeah. Um, You know, I can only assume that maybe they had an orgy. Yeah. Oh, were we not invited? Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. I wouldn't invite us either, though. Let's be real. Why not? Have you seen us? We're we're all catches. Oh yeah, tens, tens, tens across the board. Yeah, I mean, you turning up at like three a.m. in the morning, banging on the door to the hotel room. Me being dragged dragged along um, to the hotel um, on another night. Mel asleep like one of the nights completely. <laughs> okay, here's the thing though. You mm. you're calling my banging on the door at three AM. I mm. made sure that we had three keys so that mm. if people wanted to go home mm-hmm. at separate times, they could, you know, go home. Charlie, yeah. you were dying and it was still early in the night. So yeah. I gave Sorry, you my the, key the, that you did this, not bring with you. So you this, should um, have had a key and I should not have been banging on the door at three AM. I should have been quietly letting myself in. Sorry, no, what's, this, what uh, what's this day two of uh, my jet lag? You know, when yeah. I spent loads of money to go to the uh, to the US to see yeah. my friends more than they more than they would spend. Like, see, that's this, not this, the is point. This, uh, is this the same uh, people that are now sort of fretting and crying over the fact that they might have to go to the UK? Um, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all, I am going, and second of all, second of all, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is not Charlie is tired. The point is I gave Charlie a key. I got him his own key so that if he was tired, he could go home and rest his jet lagged ass. But did he bring key? No, he did not. So well, that's not because I'm point. a good friend, and I was like, oh, do you know what? I want to go back <laughs> and sleep, but I'll try my best to you know stay as much as I can. I was but that's told not it the was- point. You didn't bring the key. <laughs> You just didn't. That's the point. It doesn't matter that you tried to stay out. If it brings, you just didn't bring the key, so you could have let yourself in without having me bang on the door at three a.m. Well, look, my original point was to show that we were all flawed in our own ways. Mm. Okay? Well, how am I flawed? How am I flawed in this situation? By gi- okay. giving you, you the got key, our, you got someone's name wrong on this live podcast. There we That's, go. Okay, there we go. There's there we oh, go. that one. I'll own that one. <laughs> Still, please go subscribe to the Hollow Chronicles podcast. Those two are, are lovely, and I am a, a shit friend. <laughs> oh, don't don't be. We were all drunk. I'm still and beating myself up and over Josh tired. and Andy mix up. Oh, terrible, terrible. Uh, just do what I do. Just nod and wave and go. Yeah, I love your work, and then walk off. <laughs> <laughs> See, this Beautiful. is the problem. The the two phrases, this is so for next celebration, people, here's my advice. The two phrases that you should use or that you should never use. Um, one, people's first names, in case you get them wrong. Mm. Second of all, um, you should never use the phrase, um, it was nice to meet you, because you may say that to somebody you've already met. Who could have done that at celebration? Certainly not I. Certainly not I. Yeah. Or potentially ask someone if that is someone that they know because you're not entirely sure. And then you go up to them, tap them and go, hey, it's good to see you. Realize it's not who they thought they were. And then walk (laughs) off awkwardly and realize that the person who you were hanging out with has fucked up. (laughs) It looked just like him. It looked just like him. The thing is, that's the thing. I was like, yeah, that's totally him. 
I couldn't be mad because it definitely looked like it. But you know when I like I it was straight away. As soon as the word left my mouth, I was like, This is not <laughs> this is not who I think this is. And I was it was the most embarrassing thing. I had to walk all around the hotel, around the corner, and I had to sit there. In your in shame. Front, in, in my shame in front of people who I knew of, like journalists and other people walking around, looking at me like the loneliest puppy. <laughs> I was like, guys, where are you? Because um, I fucked up. Oh, the shame. It was awful. It was terrible. Oh, God. Man, there's always... We We do have fun. But is it really a celebration without a few awkward moments? I say no. I say no. No, there's there's too many awkward moments. Absolutely. Too many. They, they they can be fun sometimes, and other times they can just be just terrifying. Yep. Pretty much. Excited for the next one, though. I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to can't wait to embarrass myself all over again. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what will happen next time because Star Wars celebration in Europe is pretty smaller. Um, it's still big, and. But not smaller in terms of like what happens, I don't think. Although a little bit, but it depends on what the situation is. But I do feel like it's smaller because not as many people go to it because yeah. they're cowards. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I, it, it'd be interesting. It's the, it's the same event where I, I think I got to manage maybe bumping into a lot of, not so a lot more celebs, but more on the floor. Like slaps wise, like I bumped into Gareth Edwards and like spoke to him, which was nice. I'd love for him to come back. That'd be a good one. Like to have people like that return, maybe like to talk about. Because at the time, this was like pre Rogue One. This was like building up, like amping up Rogue One. And now, it'd be nice to maybe speak to him about that. Especially like on. I guess it'll just be after season one of Andor's come out. Or is it around yeah. then that Andor's coming out? No, it's yeah. later this year, right? Yeah, I believe so. So yeah. Andor will have come out. It might be nice to revisit some of the Rogue One cast and, and crew because, well, for you know. Yeah, that she does. Come on, stop by, Queen. I love her. I just want to show up and be like, hello. Hello, for Same. Um. Yeah, I remember last time, the last celebration of Europe one was great. And and because there's not as much, many people, it's much easier to like get in line and like get... I think I was like front row for like nearly every panel. That's what I'm excited for, is that like obviously Star Wars Celebration is, is about the people, totally. And I know that a lot of those people aren't going to make it um, from the US crowd anyway. And then, um, however... Uh, I, I think it'll be really cool to have more of an opportunity to see some of the big stuff go down. Because I feel like, you know, in Chicago and again in Anaheim, I didn't really get into a whole lot of the big panels. No. And um, yeah, it'd be nice to just do some more of that next time around and, and see some new shit and famous people and make it on the live stream, like yelling that I love you to Diego Luna or something like that'd be cool. Yeah. I definitely want to hang out like, near the Star Wars show again because that's a great spot yeah. to like get. It's an people. awesome spot, and I but hope also- it's more centralized in London because it really was not. I feel like it was away from everything, so you had to be like out of your way to. Because in Chicago, I feel like you were just like hanging around, and all of a sudden you'd be like, "Holy crap, that's freaking Pedro Pascal over there!" I'm looking at this toy at the booth. I can walk thirty feet and like be in view of the stage. Yeah, like it was pretty easy. Like it was the same with the London one, where you'd like walk across the, you know, it's like, like the middle, it's like a middle area, and then on both sides, it's like two big hangar sort of places where you go on one side and you go through like the halls and stuff, and then the other side you have like a big display piece, and then like at the end you'd have like the Star Wars show stage. Um, that was the same one where like most people had left by the end of the day. So there's like a few people on the floor still. This wasn't like the end of the week, I don't think. It was like maybe like the day before. And it was just like Mark Hamill on the Star Wars stage just talking to people. It was like watching Jesus. What? It was just, 
it was just him like speaking out to everyone and yeah it was incredible i remember i've got pictures like peter townley and uh andy just staring like what is happening <laughs> oh my god what am i chaos chaos the little brothers are going wild for mark hamill yeah get darth vader involved <laughs> episode three <laughs> shut him up oh no have them come for them younglings. Yeah, I'm really excited about, you know, my home being celebration again. I think I joked about it last two times. Like, oh, come back. But now it's true, you know. A lot more people that wouldn't be able to go to the US, get you get to see, finally. Um, maybe a more intriguing, like, display of UK cast members who might not have been able to, like, fly all the way out. Um, really cool really intriguing a lot of good food places in london obviously a lot of good history places if anyone wants history you know tours i'm here um the dog will not be there um hopefully <laughs> uh yeah i'm really i'm excited april will be interesting i wonder what the, the weather will be like it could be either or all quite frankly unpredictable <laughs> yeah although it was really nice last time was that in April last time? I think it was in July last time, actually. But that was really hot. That was really nice, that celebration week. Because it was good weather. It was, like, it was hot. And then in the evenings, it was nice and cool. So you could just put like, a hoodie on. That is nice. Yeah. We've got public transport, which is always good. That isn't difficult. More like Chicago in that respect. Where, Chicago's, you know... You know, hmm? you know the the Chicago Chicago's public transport is intimidating, but not as scary as it seems. You never know it's what scary, you're going to get, it, though. But it works. Yeah, it it works. It absolutely I mean, works. London's better. I'll say that. Absolutely. Yeah. I can I can second that. Tubes, you know, you, they're guaranteed to run most of the time. Um, they're quick, relatively. They're uh, more comfortable you- than U.S. Public transportation. Yeah. By far. Cheap. All you do is yeah. tap your phone and then not worry about it, really. Um, and technically, on the way to Excel Center, you could pass through the station used in Rogue One. Hey, that is true. So, so you want to go to Scarif, which is what we did last time. You certainly can. Pilgrimage to Scarif. Yeah, just be like, huh? I want Scarif. Okay. (laughs) Cool for you. What the fuck are you talking about? I want to get to work. Um, Yeah, it'd be cool. It will be cool. I'm excited for it. Yeah, Canary Canary Wolf Troop Station and have fun being Scarif. Why not? That's the part I'm looking forward to the most. The Scarif of L. Oh, yeah. I think what else we could we could do. Hmm. I don't know a lot a lot of the stuff. I'm trying to think of loads of other people we could go. To. I'm excited. It's gonna it, hopefully it won't take too long. Yeah, for it to arrive. And I'm planning on staying about a week when I go. So then there'll be a couple days before, and then the day after the convention leaving. But be a couple days before. We get to explore the city and, you know, see some cool stuff. Ethan's never left the country. Um, so Crazy. he's never been to Europe at all. So he's gonna it's gonna be pretty cool. It'll be a pretty cool trip. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna go to places, it's a good place to start. Yeah, exactly. Home of the world, baby. Home of the world. <laughs> Might as well be. Home of the colonizers. Brave. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Am I wrong? Huh? Am nah, I wrong? Nah. Yeah. There, were, there okay. were loads more colonizers before we came about. Yeah, I know, but y'all were a significant colonizer. Uh, you know, what can I say? <laughs> well, you know, we don't like to hide our past. We're still no. doing it. We're still the point of view, so... <laughs> What what's to hide? <laughs> We're doing it out in the open. 
let's have a look. I'm trying to remember what date I because I booked a hotel. Did you do the same one as I did? I did, yeah. Premier, Premier, right? Which is literally whatever like one you sent to me. Yeah, yeah, literally next to the to the place, which is good. Yeah, right, I'm going yes. on checking in on the sixth. Leaving on the eleventh. I have it the fourth to the eleventh is what I've got. Nice. Full seven nights, baby. Maybe I'll try and pop down a little bit earlier. Join us for some sightseeing. I know that the Tower of London is a must do, and I know that's like your favorite place on earth. So it's my favorite place in the world. I know it is. <laughs> Which is only a little fucked up, but we look past things. We look past it. It's not fucked up. It's a, it's a beautiful location. It's on the Thames. You get to see Tower Bridge. You get to have like a nice. It's a nice little walk. You can walk all the way down from the city if you wanted to get, like spend a good twenty minutes. You know. I, f- I feel we- like we're skirting around the big big part about it though. Oh what? All the political prisoners and executions and. Look, a few Jesuit priests died there, Claire. But you can get ice cream. So, <laughs> I actually did that one to take a picture of myself eating ice cream at the tavern on the one, but <laughs> Charlie won, Jesuit Priest Neil. Oh, no. Terrible. It's a really cool, it's a, this is like spoiler alert, I guess, for the, for the Tower of London. But Spoiler uh, alert. It's, a little, it's, a good, it's like, been out for a while, so it's, it's okay been, if we yeah, spoil some things. It's been here for you know, a decent amount of time. Um there's some like scratches on the walls you can see obviously by prisoners and stuff and there's one from a guy who was accused of like I guess like sorcery or like witchcraft or like you know like magics Um, and he created this like really beautiful in-depth carving of like like this what's the word like um, astronomical map oh okay and it's cool but I do feel like if I was at the town under the accused of like magic, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's kind of just painting, you know. Well, maybe it's like big oh, old, fuck it, you know, who cares? Yeah, big old but scarlet I, S across your heart for sorcerer, you know. So I don't know. That's one of my favorite places. Think about all the people that lived there, people that died there, people that. You know? I was gonna say lived <laughs> for a for a <laughs> it's bit. A nice place to live. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Charlie. Happened. You know. You know the last few people that were like killed there, or like stayed there, were among famous people like the Krays and you know German spies. Like this place is hella haunted, though, right? Can we agree on that? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very spooky. Yeah. Which is great. I paid my respects to Anne Boleyn last time I went there. I said sorry. Because... Said sorry? Oh, she was murdered for no reason. Yeah. Hey, I saw the musical Six last week with my niece when she was in town. Did they talk about the fact that Henry VIII made up false charges of incest with her and her brother and that he was also murdered? Um, They alluded to... They, like, made a joke about it, but kind of, yeah. Because the whole good. deal is like it's it's I can't lie to you it's fucking awesome it's so good and it's like the music is great the the show is super entertaining there are some genuinely funny moments like it's it's really cool it's a very cool show and like the whole deal is like all of the wives are like basically competing with each other to see who had it the worst and. Anne's recurring bit of like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just can't imagine how that would feel because my head has been separated from my body. Like, like, oh, that must be so hard for you. I say, yeah. as my head is separated from my <laughs> the rest of my body. You're like, okay, you're right. <laughs> fair dues, fair dues. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how of the wives' graves I've been to. That sounds morbid. It's not. I like history. You I do, do like have a list. I do have a list on my. I'm, this is the most fucked up. I told someone at work this, and they were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I have a list on my phone of every royal that, like British or English monarch, who I've met, which obviously means a lot of dead people. Um, 
I've got one thing. Nineteen. Wow. Nineteen royals. How how's that? How do you think about that? That's it's very it's very detailed. I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you like a, a snippet of what this looks like, and I'll maybe post it on like the Twitter or something. Um, <laughs> this is a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> London celebration, London. Yeah, it's important. This, this is what torture is based on in Star Wars. Um, this is like a snippet. Let's see. Let's check out this snippet. <laughs> also, great, I'm right? sorry, but a lot of these names are. Um... Mm-hmm. Wow. And what? people get on the Irish for having weird ass names like, come on now. Yeah, but they're they're like Anglo. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Thirty nine. Eight to eight. Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. Names, yeah. Yeah. Weird. They're not that difficult to read. Egbert, Ethelwolf, Ethelbald, Ethelbert, Ethelred. <laughs> I I think that I'm going to name my firstborn child Ethelstan. Sounds- <laughs> no, it's called Ethel, and then all the people that like your son, the Ethelstans. Oh, there we go. So it's got to be uh, like like Claire Stan instead. Yeah. My favorite one is though is when it, you like because names are just funny anyway. But names that we consider to be like normal are, are names that still existed like thousands of years ago still. So it's like Ethelstan, Edmund, <laughs> Edward, and then it's like Ethelred, Ethelred the Unready, which is a great one. I'm pretty sure Ethelred the Unready. I think if I remember correctly, <laughs> is is a is a is like a joke name. <laughs> Like, I just love the banter that you have to come up with, you know, for Ethelred to the Unready. Yeah, if I, I love it. That should yeah, be Ethel- me. That should be me. <laughs> I should be the Unready. That's how I feel every day of my life. His epithet does not derive from the modern word Unready, but rather from the Old English Unread, meaning poorly advised. <laughs> it is a pun <laughs> on his name, which means well advised. <laughs> <laughs> Use dickheads. Oh God, that's more like me. But yeah, history-wise, a lot of good royals and stuff. Bearing that Tower of London, recommend going. I don't know if Buckingham Palace will be open, but that's that's good to go into. I've never been. I mean, I've like chilled at the gates and waved at it and said hi to the the beef eaters and mer- mosey really nice. along my way. It's yeah. really nice inside. And there's like, you go for the parks and there's like the most like amazing ice cream. Ridiculously expensive, but worth it. Royal ice cream. Yeah. It's got like a little queen signet. Like, it's like stamped by the queen and stuff. Wow. Walk through the parks. It's fancy. Um, also, sorry, this is random. Speaking of the queen, did you see the Paddington commercial where she had a marmalade sandwich in her purse? Of course I did. Of course I good. did. That was good shit. Yeah, if you go to Paddington Station, there's a statue of Paddington. If you go to Leicester Square, which we will do, I'll take you to Leicester Square. You've been there before, but I'll take you anyway. Yeah. There's all new statues there now, all like famous film characters. Um, in fact, it's Paddington. He's there. Let's have a look. I need a postman Pat Memorial or I riot. Postman Pat Memorial? What has he died? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman, Postman Pat died Pat on his way to work last week. <laughs> oh no! I'm so proud that I also have a black and white cat. Yeah, uh, and he, early in the morning, every day is dawning. Pat feels like he's a very happy man. Um, I do too. These are, the, these are the statues that you can find um, at Leicester Square. Bugs Bunny. Oh fuck yeah! Harry Potter. Lauren, right. Lauren Hardy, Mary Poppins, Paddington Bear. He's sitting on the bench eating a little sandwich. I'll send you a picture of this one. Aww. Here it is. Charlie Chaplin, of course. 
Mr. Bean. He's also sitting on the bench. Mr. Bean. Oh, stop it, Paddington. Wonder Woman. There's this one, which is pretty good as well. Gene Kelly. Oh. God, a dance. Um, oh, I love that. Singing in the rain. And then on. at the top of one of the buildings. And this is the, one of my favorite placements of statues, like for this new thing they've done. Um, on top of a building is Batman. <laughs> Just like staring down, yeah, ready to looking. the hero London deserves. But not the one we need right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're the ones you can see. Um, I said to the Mr. Bean one because you have to really. Like, you, have, you can't believe me. You have to see Mr. Bean before you believe Mr. Bean. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That's when I saying like, you know, you take down the statues of, like, shitty white people from, like, hundreds of years ago, like, gained money from stuff like that. I'm like, I agree. We should replace them all with Paddington and Bear. <laughs> I think we can agree on that one. You know? Tear down Christopher Columbus, erect Paddington Bear statues in his little yeah. lollies. Or replace it with Christopher Columbus, who did the Harry Potter films. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yeah, what a bummer to have that be your name. I know. I don't know. He made Home Alone. He, he'd be right. <laughs> but yeah, oh, the goodness. square. You got look. No, the, the center of London is my favorite. So you got the square. You got loads of places. Carnaby Street. Um, where else do you want to go? It's just turned into a, like a planning episode now. Yeah, apparently. Shoot, I don't know. Like, Comment I feel garden. like I gotta see. I got to see a lot of the big – okay, for like I've been. I've been to London. So there's like a lot of – like a couple times. So there's – I've been. I've been around the block before, you know. <laughs> Explored some time in the West End. Wandered around. Saw a show, you know. That's good. See, you know. Uh I have, I'm so tired right now. I apologize. I'm blanking. Saw the Houses of Parliament. Yeah. Um, but in the, you know, very good. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Saw Big Ben and, and all of that. That's kind of over there, you know. And Actually, uh, it's called uh, St. Elizabeth's Tower. Big Ben is the bell. Uh... <laughs> I saw him, though. <laughs> oh, did you? He's great. Isn't he? <laughs> I did. Yes. He's did you actually He's go inside? Beautiful. I did not actually. <laughs> oh, we're really excited for a second though. You're like, oh my god, you saw the bell? No, I did not. I've not seen the bell. And uh, heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, once or twice I've heard it. Um, yeah, I feel like it's been a while since I've been there though. It's been about ten years, so the world is probably changing over there. I don't know, and Ethan's never been, so I feel like we need to hit like those big, you know, those big things that you're supposed to do when you get there. Well, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you which ones not to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't go on the buses. There's shit. Mm-mm. Don't do no, a no, no double decker buses. Don't, don't do a river walk. They're a waste of money and just disrespectful. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do go into Primark. You can pick up a nice Chicago jersey. <laughs> I don't know why, but with you selling like American stuff, it's great. It's I like, love it. Loves this? Um, so yeah, you can get that if you would like. Um, I was going to say, I'm going to take you and even up the monument, which sounds like a sexual thing, but it's not. It's a lovely <laughs> place. It's a fun place to do. It's very tiring, but I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, like goodness. 300 steps up into the air. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I remember going to it when I was little, and outside there's like this massive, like, stone, it's all stone, massive, like, metal plates de- depicting. It's, no, not metal, it's stone um, depicting them building it and the fire of London and stuff like that. 
I remember being little and thinking, wow, this is um, humongous. And you know when you go back when you're older? I hadn't been since for ages. And it was like 2015 I went back. Or 2014. And you know you think, oh, this is going to be like completely tiny now. It was just because I was little. That's why it was massive. Wrong. <laughs> fucking massive. Like ridiculously big. It's great. That's kind of how I felt about the Wallace Monument. I just remember as a kid being like, oh, there's so many stairs. I'm going to die on my way up. It's so much. And then I went back as an adult. I'm like, oh, wait, no. Like, I got to take a break here. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> These giant, well. steep, thin stone steps. You're like, I oh, this is totally safe. That's the thing. Because they were tiny. People were tinier back then. So if you go like, yeah. to the Tower of London and stuff, the stairs are so tiny. You've got to be so careful. Yeah, you do. It's super easy to fall and break your everything. Yeah, which is good. Also, they designed them in some places to. They designed them to be a little bit like that as well. Like not people are small, but also they designed them, designed them to be steep because if you're an army invading, running up the stairs, there's a good chance to yeah. fall down. Just helpful. Clever. Yeah, not helpful when you're like Ooh. 85 though, and you want to like look after your grandkid. No, 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 no. We j- that's why we don't. Come back. You don't let him live me. that long. Please. <laughs> My fucking hips. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. That's the big thing. I feel like. Yeah. For example, this is... Um, I'm going to send you one last picture. This is the monument. Look at the size of it compared to people. It's inc- it's funny. Because I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be like tiny when I go back. What's well, not? <laughs> Oh my god. Right? You thought that thing was going to be tiny? Yeah, because you look at it when you're little and go, wow, that's massive. And I thought, oh, it... not even this. I mean, like, if you zoom in, it's the giant square bit, the picture. Yeah. That's what I thought, oh, that's going to be tiny. And then look at it compared to, like, other people. It's like life size. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. And the top of it's all gold. You see the, the the railings, which were introduced in like the 1800s because people used it as a suicide spot. Oh, that's good. And they were like, oh, this is annoying now. <laughs> this is annoying. Got to yeah. clean up. Pretty much, yeah. Mess here. Oh, dear. Just sweep it up. Yikes. Sweep it up. It's funny that you say that, though, because like all the places that I remember from my childhood that I'm like, oh, my gosh, this was such a big thing. As an adult, I still expect them to be big. And I'm usually oh. found – I usually am like, oh, man, that was like – it was so huge. And then you show up and you're like, oh, that's not as big as I remember it being. I was just small. Yeah. Mm. It's a bummer. Yeah. It's like, oh. Like, Good damn wow. it. And we're tiny. Let down. Which is saying Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> we're not very big. Um, I love that picture. <laughs> I just what, love every what? picture that we've ever taken with Jason and Gabe from Blast Points. Yeah, you know, as like if children. we didn't feel tiny enough. I know. We're like our dads, our two dads. Yeah. It's oh like, goodness! It's like we're in a comedy with like, the gay parents. <laughs> it's. I feel like it's the Schwarzenegger to Devito. You know. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> the, the ratio, the twins yeah. ratio. The twins ratio. Oh god! Or even with Nikki, it's like mm-hmm. an upward slant. It is. It really it's is. Like my like, arm is like crane your neck all the way up to see dad. It's incredible. Papa Nicholas. There's that picture Even of us he's, hugging he's him. He's not a Nicholas. Which yeah, <laughs> so cute. There's one I think of us like I think it's me wasted you maybe a little bit tipsy but not too bad hugging him and him looking like this is what I've got to deal with. This is the, <laughs> I'm 30 now. This is the this is the road I've chosen. <laughs> He's like, I'm 30. This is why I thought I. This is why I was hoping that vasectomy would work. Jesus, <laughs> looking at his children. Ah, uh, fun, fun times. Fun times. It's gonna be fun though. I'm excited. We spent 40 minutes talking about nothing. <laughs> How do we do this? It's great. We should do this more often. We're really good at that. Yeah. We're really we good about- at useless conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody foolish. got something out of it. The fool of the fool who follows him. Exactly. Speaking of Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
Episode four hey. came out last week. It was pretty good, right? It was good. You're gonna say good it. and great, and you weren't sure, so you said good, and I agree. I think that's a good word. It was good. It was very it's good. good. Yeah, we are yeah. good. It's good. It's funny because like all of the episodes of this season have been so good. Yeah, that it's that it's really hard to be like, oh, I didn't like this one quite as much as the previous one or whatever. But it's like by the tiniest, minuscule amount, everything is so excellent. Um, well, I was like trying well, to think of like, what are my critiques for this? I'm like, uh, that is very exactly <laughs> how I feel. Like, it's funny you say that because I was lucky enough to be invited on uh, Skywalking for the League of our good friends Bill and Trey. And we talked woo, woo. about um, Kenobi uh, celebration as well, but we talked about our thoughts about Kenobi, and I was, t- I was, I had to just admit, I was like, "This is a nine point five episode for me. This is one of those ones where, because you have to, I feel like you can't really, I don't like um, putting in like a number on things by adding things up. I like to take away." And you have to figure out the things that were negative to take away from. And I couldn't think of really anything apart from one tiny minute thing, which is, I think, a personal preference. Which is the the way the lightsabers are, like, ignited. The new tools mm-hmm. they've got to do the lighting on people's faces. It's really good. But in the so scene, cool. in the dark, it's like they didn't use the extra CGI because of the lighting. And to me, it just felt a little bit like, oh, okay, it looks like fan filmy a little bit if that makes sense you see my answer to that is kind of and if that is what we're nitpicking at damn we are blessed (laughs) that's my point too that is my point too like it's the most minuscule nitpick and personal nitpick as well that's what i i admit like people didn't care so i'm like maybe it's just me um, and it, watching it back, it's not as much of a big deal. It's just one of those like small little things. Like sometimes I feel like when it has the extra CG, because you do see it in the sequence where he like flexes the bolts. It looks inc- all the lightsabers look incredible elsewhere. It's just that one little quick bit because I don't know. I feel like the CG adds a bit of a vroomph to it. Like you know the, the lightsabers, you can just imagine it to be like vibrating and that's so yeah. of it all. Whereas when it doesn't, when he's like fan films, it's kind of like just sticks that are ignited blue or red. And you're like, okay, well, that's not as fun. But like you're saying, that is the most minuscule complaint I could ever have, and that's why it's a 9.5 for me. I think the episode itself is intriguing because it blew my mind in regards of, funnily enough, I feel like episodes one to three felt very prequely. Like it very much felt like if I went back in time and told nine-year-old me that guess what? You're going to see a continuation of episode three where you actually get to see Ewan's Obi-Wan interact with Leia and you get to see um, you know, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. You get to see the Inquisitors, which I, I wouldn't know what they were back then, but you get to see Vader <laughs> and it's Hayden Christensen. Like, to me, that was like, okay, a very, a very episode three. Felt very episode three. You now we get the bits of technology from episode three, like the little Game Boy Advance that Obi-Wan has. Um, yes! You know, all that stuff. But it, it, it dawned on me actually that this story of him, Obi Wan Kenobi becoming Obi Wan Kenobi again, is like a rebirth of sorts. And the way that they transform it over the episodes feels like a like a like a sort of mirroring of the of the films and the episodes. Because to me, episode I feel like episode three ends with um, a death of sorts. It's it's Obi Wan has finally realized that Anakin is not dead. He realizes that the extent of how evil he is, and he is literally dragged through the fire, which is like the ultimate metaphor. You know, like you you go through the fire and you come out reborn. We see that in this episode where he's like gone through the back to tank. He's like, you know he's healed himself slightly, and he comes out. What's the first thing he's wearing? Jedi robes. So he's on the path to sort of like being reborn, and now we're in episode four, it feels very much more like Star Wars than it does Revenge of the Sith. It feels very more OT. So now we're seeing like Ewan McGregor in like original trilogy mode, which feels very strange and very cool, which is, you know, seeing him sneak around yeah. Imperial bases and like using the force, like to throw people off his scent and hiding around. And it just felt so cool. And I was like, Oh damn, like it hit me this week. I was like, 
this is you McGregor and the OT. And that feels both weird and cool. And I'm really intrigued to see how far they push it. Because to me, there's so much more emotional core to hit here or to dig from, especially from Vader. Like, I feel like he's very raw. He's very aggressive. Like, he's, his voice, when he talks to Obi-Wan, is very Anakin still. It's very it's very much, where is Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right? It's more emotional. Like we've seen him afterwards where he, he's collect, he's sort of calm, collected, and a bit more... And cold. Cold. And he usually With is at this point still. With Red Hot Vader right now. <laughs> but now he's... Because he's, it's an emotional attachment to it. He's very quick fight. Quick, you know, he's willing to go. I'm intrigued to see that emotional battle of wits between... I want to see why Obi-Wan goes from Anakin to... He's more machine than man. He has to be stopped. And why Vader goes from... Because I feel like watching back A New Hope, there's kind of like a depressing sadness to it. Like, he's like, you should not have come back. Like, if you just left, I wouldn't have hurt you. Like, but now I have to. So I'm intrigued to see that big fight and where they go from there. It's going to be a lot. Because we still have... We only have two more episodes, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of pain. (laughs) A lot of pain to come. Like... We're here to set up a new hope, and there's a lot of emotional journey to go on before we get them to that place. And obviously, there's still like what eight more years until a new hope after this series ends. Um, so obviously, um, that can yeah. fester and grow, but we're going to be seeing the what's the I'm trying to the, the, the incident, the, the life shaping incident that he gets to stew on for the next eight years. To make him that way. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> it's already been so much and I can't believe it's coming to an end in two weeks. And I can't believe that how far we still, it feels like we still have to go. And it hurts. Like the thing that has been my favorite thing to watch in this entire, in these, in all of these four episodes is a last thing that I expected to see when this show started. And that was the relationship between Obi-Wan and Leia. Yeah. And watching her hold his hand at the end of this. Ugh. And 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 just it's so hard because you can see him fighting between the love that he has for his friends, for Anakin, for Padme, and the the just the guilt for what he feels like he created in Anakin. How what he that he failed and let him turn into this thing, that he was a big reason for turning him into this thing. And looking at his sweet, innocent, amazing little child that reminds him so much of the two people that he loved so dearly. It's just like, I did not expect that. And to see it with, and certainly didn't expect to see it with Leia. Um, And there's something about that relationship that's just so, it's so it's just so good. It's so special and you can see how much she's like Leia is so much like her mother. So much like her mother, so much like her father in these situations where she's a little girl on her own and has the balls to stand up to an inquisitor. Yeah. Has the balls to face you know the same tortured chair that Han did in Empire Strikes Back and stay strong scared absolutely scared but strong it's very much the carrie fisher be afraid but do it anyway Mm -hmm. kind of attitude and they're bringing so much of padme so much of anakin so much of carrie to it that it's just like i can't how can i critique anything this is you just you you perfected the one detail that i didn't expect you to need and you did it so flawlessly and so emotionally. And there's not a second of wasted screen time or a second of wasted dialogue. It's all, it's so dense and every single shot is so deliberate. And I'm so, I just feel so lucky that we get this right now. It's, it's fucking awesome. And Moses Ingram is incredible. And we're getting hints at what's going on. We're getting new information about, 
uh, the like Fortress Inquisitorius and what Cal is going to flood here in a little bit. Like, no, before. What? Oh, that's right. This so is the rebuilding. Really terrible. They're really terrible. Like, wow. Looking off that building. It's just wild. There's so, there's so many questions, and it's not only is it you know deepening our affection for these characters that we couldn't possibly love any more than we already do, or so we thought. You know, not only is it doing that, it's adding so much to this world and adding so many questions, and it's tying in with the games, it's tying in with the prequels, it's tying in with the original trilogy, it's tying into our sequel era, uh, like clone question mark stuff like it's so interesting to see how this is all i just love how they tie everything together and so i'm seeing so many people who have like really petty critiques of a lot of this other media yet are loving it here because it's got obi-wan just just take it enjoy it have fun with it so to all the people that were very much Finally, the Skywalker saga is over. Like, we don't care about these characters anymore. Like, we've done too many stories with them, and there's not enough. Ha 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 ha! You're wrong. <laughs> That's cute. Good try. Yeah. They're never going to stop telling the Skywalker story, uh, saga stories. They're never going to do it. So, good. I'm happy. Good. Because it's my, it's my, it's my comfort zone. I love it. I do want to shout out um, Abby, who has a. Instagram account. I don't know if you've ever seen this one, but it's called um, it's called Star Wars Parallels. Yes. Oh yeah. And they did they do amazing like great um, like these parallel images, and it's just really good. I love it when you know you see the poetry, it rhymes stuff in in just you know they just get it. they just get Star Wars really cleverly. Uh, but there's one in particular that they posted recently, which broke my heart in a beautiful way. Which is, they showed Obi Wan, like it's like free tears, Obi Wan and Anakin when he says goodbye to him, like goodbye old friend. Then it's Obi Wan looking at Leia when they're about when they hold hands, and then it's Obi Wan saying goodbye to Luke on the Death Star. (laughs) It's 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 so beautiful, so sad. It really is. It's like, ugh, come on now. Did you see that one? I did. Oh, and then there's the one with um, the uh, with uh, Belle and Leia talking, and then Luke and Ray talking. Yes, about family. It's just ah, oh, you'd love to see it. But yeah, I'm intrigued by Obi Wan. I'm excited to see what they do. Obviously, it was like marketed as a one-off series, but there are rumors that there might be a second series, which would be really interesting to see. God, how I far they it. can push it, like how far they can get, like go with it. Um, be interested. I like based on what we've seen so far. I trust them. Um, also, rumors of a maybe a Moses Ingram led spinoff series for Reva, which I saw people go great. So this just spoils her fate. Which one? No, um, no. We're yeah. literally watching <laughs> a sequel to a prequel, which is also technically a prequel. Like that's how Star Wars works. It's not all in order, um, which would be really cool. I think really interesting to see where that character goes. Um, what do you think Reva's game plan is, though, in these final two episodes? Because I'm getting more convinced that she's actually doing this all to get to Vader and hurt him. Hmm, that's interesting. I like that you that you're thinking that way because I don't think. Because I've been sitting here trying to figure it out, and I don't think the Grand Inquisitor title is truly what she's hunting for. Oh, absolutely like, not. There's, absolutely not. I think that there's there, – at the very least, there's the revenge on Kenobi for something he did or didn't do for her as a youngling. At the very least. But I feel like there's something that's going to surprise us a little bit more than that. Um, and I'm I'm interested to see what it is, but – yeah, I don't know. I really don't know because there's not a lot of time, and I know that she's gonna she's gonna go out with a bang. Yeah, I think I think for me, it's just the way it's like phrased. She clearly doesn't care much about the Inquisitorious program, <laughs> the way it no. works. Um, no. 
I think that she maybe wants to deal with Kenobi because she feels like she let her, he let her down. Maybe it's because of you know like the idea our good friend Alden was talking about. Maybe like the the temple message, like leading people away. Like she might have considered that as like telling people to leave her her and her friends alone to suffer, um, which is interesting. Or maybe it's just the fact that she knows that he trained Anakin. And she knows Anakin is Vader. She obviously saw him. She was in the temple when all the 66 happened. And we have to remember that Emperor Palpatine visits the temple at some point to talk yeah. to Anakin. And, you know, so maybe she saw that. And that's one of the reasons why she wants to get to Vader's level so that she can try and take him on. And obviously, I feel like maybe Obi-Wan learns about who Reaver is to the extent of who she was. And maybe he sees what Vader does to her. And that's like the moment where he's like, okay, Anakin, just really gone. Oh. But, you know, you've got to have a bit of tragedy before you get the hope. That's what I love about this era. That's what I love about this like time period. It's one of my, it's my favorite stories are told in this era. Because it is, it's tragedy and hope. You can't have one without the other. And I think that's what's beautiful about the last sequence of the episode is that no, you see with Tala and um, I can't remember the other pilot's name, the one that isn't Wade. <laughs> R.I.P. Pour one out for a, a real yes. one. Yes. Um, like they're sort of looking after each other, and then also you got Obi Wan and Leia like holding each other's hands, and it's a horrible time, obviously, really stressful. But there's that hope there, and there's that beautiful, there's that beauty there of like you know, they saved someone still, and that's why I love this time period. There's hope. There's also tragedy and there's also like darkness and you see like Lola being taken over, which is sad. No. Oh, just yeah, it's just the small way they phrase these characters. Like when people say, "This Moses isn't interesting because we don't see." I'm like that phrasing where she says, "I had a droid once, but they took that from me. They took everything from me." It's like that is a whole story. It is a whole story, and that is honestly the most freaking Star Wars setup I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so sad like what happened to that droid because you you know we have to remember like how he felt when the order 66 arc happened in the Clone wars and we saw those droids get killed yeah poor cheap r.i.p cheap r.i.p cheap never forget you also shout out to the droid which finally got a name from last week which i was like is that r5 d4 it's not it is not it's not. It's R five D five, according to a Lucasfilm. Nick, dang! Why do you have to do us like that? There Come is another. Now. There is another. Oh goodness! Yeah, so bless his heart. But yeah, I think that's all we've got time for this week, really. Um, unless you want to have anything else to add. Nah, just raving, 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 raving. Just raving. Just reaving, reaving. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited, and I'm. I cannot wait because of how terrified I've been of Vader, especially in that last episode in part three. I can't imagine what's coming. You were warned. <laughs> I was. We what were Vader warned. Would bring. We were <laughs> warned. It's so scary. I'm not ready for these last two episodes. I'm going to be so scared. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I just wasn't expecting the nuance of Vader's voice still, like the, the Anakin of it all. So I'm I've been really like pleasantly surprised by that. The the emotional like sadness in the, in the phrase, "I am what you made me." It was like oh, oh this heartbreaking, sucks. heartbreaking. <laughs> he sounds like he's about to cry. I know. It's like it's uh. the it's the where is Padme. Ugh. And then when they're both like thinking about each other in the back of the tanks, and you can see the pain oh. in Anakin's, like Hayden's acting, it's like so good. He's not even saying anything, it's like you can just read it. It just hurts. But it's a good hurt because we get to be entertained by it. <laughs> exactly. Which is all that matters in the end. Um, but yeah, Claire, you know, you're talking about. You're excited to see your like your reaction and stuff to the episodes of Kenobi, but where can other yeah. people see that? <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask. Um, be sure to follow 
or be sure to follow. Be sure to subscribe to the Imperial Senate Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, and be sure to head on over there. Hit that that little notification bell, and you'll get notified every single time the Imperial Senate podcast posts a brand new reaction video for each new part of Obi-Wan Kenobi because those come out every week. It's really fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, so go subscribe to our channel. It'd be pretty cool. Claire's going to take a cigarette now. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just did all the energy spent for that one last segment. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. That's all I got okay, today. Okay. Reactions. <laughs> Reactions. Emotions. Yeah. Human emotions. emotions. Find yeah. them somewhere. But no, be sure to do that. And be sure to follow the Imperial Senate podcast on TikTok. We occasionally post fun stuff there and little extras. Um Sometimes clips from the reaction videos and a lot of fun Star Wars content there as well. Um, so yeah, be sure to be a TikToker with us as well. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah we're gonna be updating the um, our website soon, which will be fun. We're gonna be updating a lot of cool things. We should be doing the updating our Patreon a little bit. Um, speaking of the reactions, we're gonna try and put the unedited reactions on Patreon. So if you're interested in that. Then that will be fun. That'd be cool. Um, and you know, you can just sync up your video with Claire's reaction. You can see the whole thing. Okay, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole shabam, wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, apart from that, where else can people find you, Claire? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at cstribs. Uh. And uh, you can catch me every Sunday night, for the most part, on Broaxium. So be sure to subscribe to the Broaxium YouTube channel. Uh, Sunday night, we shoot the poodoo, and we talk about all things pop culture throughout the week, including Star Wars, including other things. Uh, And we just hang out for an hour on Sunday night and have a really grand old time with friends. So it's neat. But where can they find you, Charlie? It's funny you say that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at C-M-W-A-S-H-P-Y. Was that clear? That I felt like I was doing like Frank Sinatra then. You I can find it. me on... Um, no, you can <laughs> find me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. I'm getting into my swinging phase, clearly. Um, <laughs> and not the fun kind. Let's lie. <laughs> um, yeah, on Twitter, you can find me at C-M-W-A-S-H-P-Y, where I talk a lot of shit on Twitter about stuff I like. <laughs> um, I post the picture of an AI. <laughs> I've been doing all these AI bot stuff. I don't know if you've been seeing these AI monstrosity creations that get created. Nightmare fuel. I did one of uh, my favorite ones so far, I think. Well, I've got a few. There's one of Ben Solo with uh, Remy the rat. <laughs> <from Ratatouille laughs> and there's like... <laughs> The emotion, like it's it's all like a, a bit barely Ben Solo, but you can tell it is, which is what makes it funny. But there's one way he's like intensely staring at Remy the Rat, like it's like a really dramatic scene, which I love. Um, we, we did one, I did one, I did one this morning, which was uh, Christopher Lee eating cupcakes, which was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so stupid. I sent one to Holly Frey, which was um, Greedo going bowling. Oh my lord. He looks. He looks really happy. Like he's having a good time. <laughs> he's having. A, he's having a well of a time going bowling. So yeah, you can find me on that on Instagram. I am Charlie. I think I'm just Charlie M W Ashby. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, find me on there. I'll be posting loads of stuff. Been posting loads of cool uh, celebration pics. So if you missed our celebration pics, you can find me there. Um, that's pretty much it, right? Nowhere else. To talk about I think really. So. You find the Charlie Ashby Network podcast. I haven't been doing any of them for a while, but I will be doing some soon. Hoping to bring about the Charlie Ashby show, which would be good. I want to talk to lots of creatives about fun stuff. But until then, I think that's all we've got time for. So, Claire? Yes. Bye. Oh, oh, oh bye. <laughs> See you, everyone. Peace out. Have a good week. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. 
there you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsinitpodcast at gmail.com, and please consider reading a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the force be with you. I was lucky enough to be uh, invited on our good friend's show the other day. The Skywalker. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> let me, let me, let me do that. <laughs> Cut that out, Ben. <laughs> he pulled a glare. He pulled a glare. I knew what it's called. I just don't want to fuck up the name. And I did. All right, hang on.